0: Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music.
1: Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it, because as you know, we are both getting ready swimsuits pajamas pantsuits and all perfectly curated for different events voucherettes, brunches showers ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride reception and even honeymoon it is incredible check out the abercrombie wedding shop on abercrombie.com go shop it now
0: welcome back to another episode of 51 strokes i'm avery zaretsky alongside as always my guy caleb presley it is so good to
2: see you i haven't talked to you in a while how's it going brother Dude, it's going good, and it's, and I want to first start the show by apologizing to everyone, our strokers out there who've been looking for these episodes. We've been coming up lame ducks, sitting ducks, dumb ducks, Donald ducks, and not putting them out. That's that's mean. It's rude. Honestly, uncalled for. And uh, I would I would give you an excuse, but I'm not an excuse guy. Yeah, can't 80 be an excuse guy. Reasons, number one, that's on me, guy. So so. I will join Avery and say that's on me in solidarity, verbal handshake through the zoom. Yeah. 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 I apologize guys. I apologize. Um, I, to be honest with you to start the show, I don't know what's going on with 51 strokes. Um, you know, just finished Sunday conversation. Um, the season, obviously we talked about it before, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a long season, 25 weeks in a row. The reason is so long. I mean, 20, everyone works 25 weeks in a row pretty much. I mean, we went through Christmas and New Year's, but that's not a pat on our own backs. It's just, you know, everyone works year-round pretty much. The reason why it's hard is because this season we went to guests. So basically out of the 25 episodes, I would say probably 21 of them, I went to the guests. So that's 21 weeks on the road pretty much in a row. And that can wear on, your man, wear on a man. Hopefully one day we'll be big enough if we continue to do Sunday conversation where – you know, they could come to us here in Miami or you know, wherever we're at. But uh, for now, I had to go to them. So it's very tough. But now that it's over, you know, I'm taking a, a reflection period. Um, by the time this comes out on Friday, I will be on my way to start Storm Chasers. We we'll can talk about that later. So do Storm Chasers and then maybe take a week or something after Storm Chasers and kind of reflect. Think about what the next step is and and really decide you know 51 strokes wise what are we doing here because uh you know if you're not going to do it good then why do it at all or could it be something different you know could it be a podcast that's a little bit of a different variety I don't know I don't know what the answer is but for right now let's just touch base with everyone me and you can touch base Avery we'll kind of catch up and and go from there
0: yeah, I've always wondered with Sunday Conversation what it would be like if you've had like your own Sunday Conversation studio where like the guests would come to you. To drink, but you also to at the same, drink. also at the same time, like having the different settings is really good. I like it.
2: I, I don't mind going to people, and I, I think it would be cool to have a studio because you know then you can really make it look how you want to. But the real thing is getting these guests, dude. I mean, that's the hard thing, and also that's what I think is a strong point for Sunday Conversation. Is I'm pretty selective with. Yes. I mean, at the beginning, I kind of had to just take who I could get. Now we're in a position where we can kind of select more. And I try not to do it based on who's the most popular or who's like the biggest name. Obviously, that's a plus if they have a large following, but really just like people who are going to be good interviews. And like going forward, you know, into like season three or the next time we do it, I want it to be like almost exclusively based on is this person going to be a funny interview, you know, with kind of name out the window. Like, I don't really even care about the name. I just want funny, funny interviews. And to make that happen, you can't just, you know, you can't just kind of take who's on a PR tour. Like, right. for example, people don't know this, but basically how booking works for all shows at Barstool and pretty much across the board for all of entertainment is, you know, these celebrities or these entertainers or these authors or whatever they you know, whatever they are, they kind of go dark while they're working on their new projects, whether that's a movie or a book or, you know, whatever it is that they do comedy tour. And then whenever it's time to sell that thing, they go on like a promo tour and they do a bunch of spots on different shows. And that's why you like, you won't see Mark Wahlberg for like a year. And then all of a sudden you see him on like 10 different shows in two weeks because he's promoting something. So that's kind of how the normal circuit works. And, you know, if you're if I was in New York City, I could I could get those people who are on the circuit. But then you are limited to people who are on the promo circuit, whereas a lot of the Sunday conversation. I mean, we had a few of those guys, but a lot of it were was people who kind of just reached out to, you know, whether it's personal relationship or just kept badgering enough enough to the point where we were able to get that interview. And I think it's kind of it's not better or worse, but it just helps you get the people you actually want rather than just like who's doing the latest book tour. And you kind of just got to take them.
0: Yeah. I see that. I I, I think we mentioned on the last episode, Wallow and Gilly are against getting guys on PR tours because it just takes away because there's the guys are so burdened.
2: i said it kind of, I kind of said it last episode since then I watched it interview. Yeah. First of all, they're the best. Like they, they are, are the best. They are the best thing going at Barstool. They are goats. But that's not true. Like all of their guests I've seen recently are all doing PR tours. Yeah, but that's how it goes. I think what they probably meant is that they're not going to take take you on the same day you did three other shows.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I think that's what focus. they meant.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's hard. I mean, if someone's not promoting something, it's very hard to get them to do interviews.
0: Yeah, I was not to get too political. Switch topics. I know Uh-oh. Russia and Ukraine, but. There's so, the most important part of this whole thing is keeping Hasboula
2: safe. Let me tell you something. Hasbul is the number one. There is a, like a price on his head in terms of getting him on Sunday Conversation. And I don't mean to, the person who can n- navigate that, whether it's a booking person at Barstool or if it's a fan of the show or if it's Dana White himself, like there's a, there's a reward coming your way. Yeah. That's my number one interview of all time. I've never wanted to interview more with any person in the, ever. Like, I used to want Fat Joe really bad. kind of over Fat Joe. Uh, not I'm not over him as a person, but just like, he, I wanted to know where he went when he went dark. But uh, now that he's back, I'm not quite as interested. But this is my number one biggest white whale, smallest white whale maybe. Um, by stature. Yeah. If you can get Hasbula. I mean, I would go there right now. I would go to the boy. If they're like, hey, northern Ukraine, you, we can get you this interview. I'd be like, i will send up some prayers and I would take the first flight out. <laughs> so you'd be willing to risk it all for the boy? Dude, I mean, first of all, I doubt Hasbro was in a dangerous territory. Like, Yeah, no way. Him. They're protecting him at all mm-hmm. times. He's their greatest resource. I was going to say, if you can like think of the top
0: – people in russia that live in russia right now i'd say it's like putin and Hasbullah. there's no you think that they've met before I, it's funny because like influencers and stuff like meet with our president so you would it it would be interesting to see if like Hasbullah's has ever met putin i don't know had to have been
2: closed doors we've never seen it i mean i'm sure they talked about very important business geopolitical issues i mean exactly that's Hasbullah. yeah my Which buddy. So funny having the whole thing, hat like having the whole thing translated. Is <laughs> having someone sit in the middle and I say my line, and then have to wait like basically two full minutes before I get a response, and then I think of my response and then say it, and have to wait two full minutes before he gets his response. Or you just take like you find out
0: that you're gonna do it, and you take like a two month crash course on Russian, and yeah, just try point. to, yeah. and just try to come up with the best you can.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a big one. I mean that's number one on my list. I mean I'm starting to create a list right now. I have probably fifty, sixty names on it uh right now. And uh and they're not some of them are exactly who you'd think they would be, you know, just big time celebrities. Uh but there are a lot I think that are people that you would not expect. And Hasbro is number one. Love them. Yeah, that'd be I great. I just ordered, bro. I just ordered I just ordered two cardboard cutouts of Hasbula on Amazon and you can't get them in the U.S. I had to order them from Europe. So I had to pay like an international shipping fee. Plus I had to pay in euros. And then the reason I got two is because I'm like, this is such a big ordeal. It's probably gonna be like a month before they even get here that I ordered two just in case one of them got bent or something. Yeah. guy <laughs> had to take your chances. Yeah. Chuck has one here. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's, they're hard to get. They're very, they're, they're like, uh, like Bitcoins, there's only like a, there's only so many of them, they're not making anymore. It's a coveted item.
1: Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team and they told us that they were gonna launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend, and all their customers were like, Hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days. And then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything tons of dresses jumpsuits pants swimsuits pajamas pantsuits and all perfectly curated for different events bachelorettes brunches showers ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride reception and even honeymoon it is incredible check out the abercrombie wedding shop on abercrombie.com go shop it now he's great
2: yeah, that not, thank you for not getting too political. I do appreciate that. Yeah, um, no, I, I wouldn't get I like into
0: him. all the all yeah. the actual stuff that's going on, but um Hasbulla is the goat. We need him on Sunday combo. My buddy is like a huge fan of Sunday combo. He's like, You gotta tell Caleb to get him. I'm like, You think um, I need to tell Caleb to get him on? Like he's been trying, Caleb, trying, bro. Caleb, Caleb knows. But uh yeah, so golf. We saw you Como's story. Yeah, that was dirty. That was a
2: dirty post by him.
0: Well, yeah, the song was
2: ridiculous. Dirty post. I saw Como. I mean, he's he's like lives down here in Florida now. He goes back and forth to Dallas, but he has a spot down here in West Palm. So yeah. I saw him, I was in West Palm, I linked up with him. He's asking me about golf. And I told him, I was like, man, honestly, like if you don't start giving me lessons, I quit. I said, I'm not gonna be out here galvanizing around if you're not gonna give me lessons. Right. I think he saw that as an easy loophole to be like, wow, Caleb's giving up. <laughs> and so, and so anyways, I was playing golf, played this week at Turnberry, which is a really nice, because probably my favorite course that I've played in South Florida. I've never played any of the like, really private courses, but, um, so I'm sure there's some nicer ones, but Turn, Turnberry is the nice one I've played. My favorite one. And it's, a uh, it's an Aventura between Miami and freaking Fort Lauderdale. But anyways, I sent him a swing and I sent you the same swing mm-hmm. and, and he posted it and, and played this song like, "I'm giving up on you like, that <laughs> that's messed up because first of all, I made it seem like he's giving up on me, but really I think what he was trying to say is I'm giving up on him, which I'm not. I just need some lessons
0: and were you playing with Jason Day? It was in the story, but I don't know uh, he's, that he's in
2: Dallas working with I don't even know if, if Jason Day's in Dallas Como's in Dallas. I just sent that to him, and he just oh, spoke okay, yeah, oh okay, so you, okay, you weren't with him, got it. I was trying to see what the swing's looking like. I mean, dude, my swings. I sent that same swing to a few people. Like, that I just wanted feedback from him. I sent to Homa. He was like, uh, "Dude, that back swing's looking great." And I was like, "That's the <laughs> most, that most friendly. Like, that's a nice that's a nice guy way of saying like that's a gross looking swing." Yeah, I was
0: telling you before. He's. I met him for the first time in person. We've obviously talked over Zoom a couple times, but he's just the best. He he'll. I don't know about your experience with him, but I feel like he's just the kind of guy who would just never like say something like mean to you. So like abrupt, like he'll say it in the
2: nicest way possible. Yeah, he's 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 the best. I mean, he's he's go. We need him to win so he get back on the show or do. Really I know. I, don't, I haven't been keeping track. I saw he was like top five the other day, and then uh, and then I looked in that afternoon to see how I was doing. He was like sixtieth or something. So his last two, he's finished top
0: fifteen. So he's get he's there he, he's getting there for sure. I think his world rank is thirty five or thirty six. Totally getting Bezos out. Yeah, this guy's cash. But that's our guy. I we went we went go uh, see I went to go see him for the video we filmed, and I had to. I don't have like a mustache, so I had to use like fake dye to really buff it up. But yeah,
2: we I got balls uh, when we did his Sunday conversation. I got balls a uh, fake mustache, a couple of fake. <laughs> mustaches that interview
0: yeah he's great though i was talking to him about your game and i was just like i don't know like caleb's been talking like he's like slowly just getting worse and he's like
2: Nah. he's like i have faith in him he's like it's only going up for caleb so i mean dude if i got some lessons i could take this a little bit more seriously my thing is like you know i had a conversation with johnny menzel about this i was in uh la for the chain smoker shooting and i ran into johnny and we talked about golf And because he also has come out and been like i'm gonna go pro and I was asking him about it because he plays all the time. Like he plays like probably four or five times a week. And like he'll play like 36 holes in a day. One time he was describing his, his every day. He was like, I wake up in the morning, go to the course, grab a vodka, G2, play 36 holes, go home, go get dinner, wake up. Do the-. His, that's just what he does every day. It's unreal. I was talking about it and I was like, so you think you, think you could do it? He's like. Honestly, like, I don't know, man. He's like, these guys are really good. Probably not. And I was like, if you really, like I, was like, I mean, he's still, like, having fun and stuff. Like, he's going out, seeing friends. He's not, like, dedicating his life to it. But, right. He did, I mean, he's already, like, a scratch. It's like, you did, and he's super athletic, obviously has the mind for sports. It's like, if you did completely quit everything else in your life and really just went after golf, do you think you could do it? And he was like, honestly, it would take me like 10 years. Right. And that's from a scratch guy who's already like no playing his whole life, like super good. That was discouraging. That was a discouraging moment for me. Yeah. Uh, So, And also, I mean, I mean, completely frank. That's the whole thing about having this conversation with 51 Strokes. I'm having like a lot. I feel like I'm finding my niche doing other stuff for work. And so my whole goal when I first started doing this was like, I want to be able to play golf every day of my life. And the only way I can think of that is to be a professional golfer. But, like, I'm starting to get – find a niche, I feel like, with some of this other stuff where it's, like, if I get good enough of that, maybe I can freaking one day cash out on this on this whole endeavor and then just be retired and play golf every day that way. Right.
0: Yeah, I'm just, like, thinking – I was thinking, too, the other day. Like, it's it's always crazy to think about, like, a name change or something. But it's gotten to a point in the past year where it's just basically you and me talking, which I love, and I don't want to get rid of it. Um, but I don't know if fifty-one strokes is the, it, like, would it be crazy to change?
2: I don't know. I mean, it's it's something I'm thinking about. But the golfing's not dead. No, no, time. I don't agree. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think maybe it goes from. I mean, I think that I think it's the fact that we started fifty-one strokes. It has to come to a conclusion of. Whether the podcast is a weekly thing all the time or not, like the conclusion of the brand, like eventually I have to become a scratch golfer. I don't mm-hmm. think that's out of the question at all. Um, I think, like right now, I'm right around 90, probably still. I think I shot a 94 the other day. I played bad, had a couple triples. Yeah. Uh, I think, but if I can get with Como, he lives here. If he finally gives me some lessons, stop, stops ducking me. Stop posting me on his Instagram and starts working with me you know then I will get uh i think eighty is a very realistic goal for me this this offset by Christmas and then you know from there
0: I don't know I don't know, yeah, I was thinking like it doesn't have to necessarily be fifty one strokes like golfing's it's gonna be a part of your life for the rest of your life now i mean you're you, you still love the game, but it's also like this is almost like a Caleb lifestyle podcast where like we could still do the scored rounds, but it doesn't really have to be 51 strokes. It could just be like another like vlog in your life. Like this could just be like a Caleb Presley thing. Um, Who knows? I'm just throwing ideas out there.
2: Yeah. I've thought about, I mean, I've thought about uh, maybe trying to make it like a, I think, I think where my head's at right now and I still want to think about all this, but I think where my head's at right now is like, I like how Sunday conversation went in terms of I made the plan. I mean, we talked about it on this show before it even happened. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm about to, it was like last whatever, last August. I was like, all right, I kinda gotta like like get my mind right. I'm about to go balls to the wall. All I'm focusing on for the next for the entire football season is this Sunday conversation, putting everything else to the side. I'm not worrying about anything else besides this, and I'm gonna give it everything I have. And I did that, and one, it made my life so much easier because I didn't wake up every day like, all right, what am I doing? Like, what's my what's today about? Was, I just knew I already knew it. So it was like just got up, did it, focused on it. it, was all, you know, and one track minded, worked hard, and you know, was able to have some luck with it, get some good guests, build off some momentum. And it went, and it turned out, I'm like really happy with how the season turned out. Um, I think we're in a really good place for the show. And I think what I took from that is the value of you know picking one thing really and going hard on it. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering, you know, is that is there a, a show? Whether it's a podcast, it's Sunday Conversation, it's a combination of you know, is, is it a bigger show where it's like Sunday Conversation is a segment on a larger show where there's also some of these other stories I've done, like the shark video and yeah. Fr- videos and you know and do some of those and does i have room like what could that look like is it a podcast is it a video i kind of lean towards video because that's just kind of what i'm my passion is i don't kind of lean towards it i like freaking lay down towards it i much prefer video um and and then basically deciding what is that thing it also would have come down to like what's more lucrative for Barstool. Like it's not just a completely creative thing, choice for me. Like if it's way more lucrative to do Sunday conversations, then that will have a large factor. Um, but it, you know, what, what is that thing? And it could be more lucrative the other way. It could be like better for Barstool. If there is a 10 episodes of a show for the rest of the year, all I have is 10 episodes, but it's a 30 minute show. Maybe that's something to look at. And then once I figure out what that is, like pretty much dropping all other projects, I think. And just in terms of like, I'm always going to be fucking playing golf. Like that's on mm-hmm. my gravestone. 51 Strokes is going to continue. The, the brand will continue to live on. If the podcast dies, I don't, I mean, I think there's some of you guys. And, and also we don't have to kill the podcast off. It just would probably, so we probably stop selling ads and we probably do it when we want. Yeah. You know, to kill it off. Um, but it would be like this, like right now we haven't been super consistent with it. It could just continue to be something like this where it's like, you want to do a podcast and we have something to talk about we'll rip one. Um, but in terms of like having a weekly comes out every time, same week, I mean, same time every week, advertisers, all that could be something we step away from, uh, and really focus on just hitting something, the next thing, like out of the park in a major way and blowing it up huge and making it really, really good, and making it a win for everyone. A win for me, goodie balls, fans, Barstool, in terms of like, a, their, their business. I, that's a, the beauty of working for Barstool. Everyone's, I still have people hit me up like, dude, like you got to, blown up. Like, are you going to step away from Barstool? Like, you ready to make that next step? It's like, dude, Barstool for me is the step. Like, there's no other step. Like, nope. I do what I want to do. Like, there's no one over me. I mean, Dave's over me, but he's not telling me what to do have complete creative control. They're financing all of my ideas. I get paid every two weeks. Like there's no, there's no better place to be. You know, we're seeing eye to eye. Like I don't, there is no escalation of this in my eyes. Um, And so just basically figuring out what's in, what is the next project that's going to help Barstool do well in terms of, you know, recouping some of their funds, but also it's not all about that. It's, for even for them, I mean, for me, it's not about that at all. But I understand the business side of it. But even for Barstool, I think, I mean, my understanding is obviously they want to make money. But like, if we're making some really unique content. It's it makes money maybe in an indirect way. Like it's good for the brand. It brings in new fans. They then learn about other shows. They learn about the the gambling side. They become customers of Barstool, and then they buy merch of. 51 strokes or they PMT or they become, you know what I'm saying? It's like just bringing people into the world and being a good representation of the brand, I think is valuable in itself. So it's not even all, it's not going to be dictated just by money, but I think it is going to be dictated by like, what can we make really, really, really good. And uh, so that's going to be with the next after storm chasers next week is going to be just about storm courts. And uh, but then after that, I'm going to make that decision it will affect the show. So yo, next round is about to start. You ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really really real? You just bought a car for real. And you just lost my turn.
1: Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under
0: $20,000. Yeah. I always thought of like you as uh, somebody who like you can, you can do like a whole channel just about you. Like I think of it in a sense of like how, so David Doverick, David Doverick always does like these like crazy things, right? Like he's just constantly doing crazy stuff and he'll do his vlog and then I'll have a podcast and his podcast is basically just about all the crazy shit he does in his life. So like this, like this podcast, I just asked you about this crazy shit you do in your life because you're constantly traveling and it's like, maybe it can just turn into like, you know, being with you when you do all this crazy shit, like Caleb behind the scenes of storm chasers, like just capturing like the little tidbits of things that people right. don't get to see. Like that's some people... That's a, like if I'm looking from the outside, looking in at Barstool when I was like a fan before I worked here, that's all I really wanted to see. Like you want to see the stuff that doesn't, you know, always get like the mass production, like what people say behind the scenes. And obviously you can't record everything because some things are private. But at the same time, there's moments that you uh, you always say you wish you had on camera and it'd be good to have the camera around for that. So who knows? It's totally up to you. But, I, you
2: know, I'm always uh, ride or die. I'm, I'm along for whatever. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm like really happy how, you know, the fall went and it, for, for me, like that's my season to like go for it. It has been in the past that could change, but in the past it's been like the season where you really buckle up and go for it. I'm really happy with how it went. It'd be kind of like being a, a football team and like winning the, I wouldn't say super bowl, but winning the conference championship and making a, you know, a really, really good, had a really good season. And, uh, I don't know what winning the Super Bowl would be, but I guess it's like freaking, I don't know, getting a. There is really no Super Bowl in this, but. Yeah. I think, you know, as long as I think me, Lenny Balls, and Tom Mullins were the three people who are really doing Sunday Conversation. All felt like it was a good season. We had enjoyed doing it for the most part. There were times that were hard, but we enjoyed it. I think the people who watch it not only enjoyed it, but I think that, 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 base of people grew um i think the, the guests all liked it i don't think we had one guest i know for a fact we've never had one guest who was like mad at us afterwards or anything like that uh, which is important when you're doing this kind of stuff and we were we, we retained our credibility like we didn't give questions in advance the entire season. I mean, these are things that they want. Like, these are things that these people want. They want questions in advance. They want prior approval. They want to be able to sign off on it before it goes out. We didn't do any of that, ever. When people asked, we said no. And, you know, that puts interviews at risk and stuff like that. So that's what makes it good. We stayed by that and I'm just proud of how it went. Not to be sentimental about something as, as silly as the conversation, but it is like I'm, I'm just happy with how it went. And then you got it build on it now. It's like taking one week off or whatever after storm chasers and then figuring out what's next. And then like, we basically put ourselves in a position where we can get really creative. We can get really wacky, not wacky, wacky is a dumb word. We get very, we can go there. Like we can, we can brainstorm some ideas and we can do them and we can probably get some pretty big names involved if we need them. And we can probably get some capital behind us if we need it. Might not, but if we need it, we can probably get. We can can pretty much cook cook anything up that we can think of, which is a really dangerous spot to be in, in a good way for us. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Absolutely,
0: I'm excited to see what we're gonna what you know Sunday conversation and what this podcast is gonna be. It's gonna look like in a couple months, but um, yeah, yeah. And into in
2: golf, dude, I love golf. Golf's the greatest game that's ever been invented. It's my favorite thing to do. It's like what I rely – I try to get out as many times as I can. Nothing's changed in golf. Nothing's changed. But, you know, I would be an idiot, I just feel like, to, to, to look at what's happening on, you know, a, net, a, a pretty large scale with some of these other videos and then to just – Heisman them and I also enjoy doing them it'd be one thing if I just didn't like doing them and it was like a burden on me and I was just doing it for the job but like I enjoy doing those too and so it's like for me to Heisman those and then just go back to going to the, the driving range all day it might be not the smartest career move yeah, yeah. for sure I
0: was trying to think um, I just lost my train of thought I had something for you He just got me caught up on the golf. Sorry. Hold on. I'm trying to think.
2: What? I will say while you're thinking that I added David Dobrik to my list. I have this list right here. for people would be good interviews, I added David Dobrik. That'd be a hard one to get, but uh, that'd be an interesting one. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why I just drew such a big blank. You want me to read through my list while you're thinking? Yeah, read through your list. These are not all confirmed. In terms, I mean, this is just people I've brainstormed who I thought would be good. Hasbula, Beetlejuice, Black Youngsta, Jeff Bezos, Mario Judah, David Goggins, Tony Robbins, Jay Cutler, not the quarterback, the bodybuilder, Nardwar, um, AOC. Got to get a woman. I've never had a woman. It's not because we have an ass. No one wants to do it. Nicolas Cage. Luca Donnick. I don't know how you say his last name. Donchich. Don- Doncic. Doja Cat would be a great one for a girl. Skip Bayless. Charles Barkley. Dave Chappelle. I mean, there's, there's some on here that are just... Uh, Chris Jenner would be a great one. I mean, some of them are probably reaches in terms of their celebrity, but I don't know. I kind of feel like we're teetering with being able to get these people. We're, we're on that edge. We're right on that edge. We're on the precipice of being able to get these people. So I think
0: besides Hasbul, who's like number one, Beetlejuice would be.
2: I'm in contact with Beetlejuice. Get out of here. I'm in contact. He. Wants to do the show. I'll read you. our. our, our I don't want to, you know, you're, you're in gonna, contact with the beetle pimp. Never want to expose private messages, which are DMS. But yeah. I will, I will, I will tell you that he DM'd me on January 13th, 2022. Yeah. I said what up, bro? And I said, what's good, man? And he said, working on getting on your show. Okay? I said, instant classic. And then he never responded <laughs> for months. And so then this week, now that I've kind of like – because we were already booked out at that point for the rest of the season. I was, right. When are we doing this? He said, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> so –
0: Bro, B- Bitcoin is hot in the streets. Got to get on that Bitcoin.
2: I mean, he's a, he, I mean, the first ones I read off are really my top. I yeah. Beetlejuice, Black youngster. And I would really love Jeff Bezos. I don't know if he does interviews, but I think that's – he needs to. I mean, he really needs to. For sure. I think, yeah, Beetlejuice
0: – because I listen to Howard Stern. So, Beetlejuice is like – I. I die when I listen to him and I I've heard tons of stories about him and um, man, he would just be so good. I, it's so funny that you mentioned start mentioning people cause you wouldn't even think about it. And then, cause like, when you think about your list at this point, like it just keeps getting, uh, you know, escalating higher and higher to like the guests you can get. So I'm like thinking like, you know, crazy stupid names. And then you come up with Beetlejuice juice and I'm like, you
2: know what? That's just perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like I, it's these this list that I'm coming with. And some of them, I didn't say some of the ones that are obvious. I mean, there's people on here who are obvious, big names. Anyone will take them for any show. Right. Um, but, you know, everyone who's on my list right now is someone I think would be a really funny interview. There's no one on here that's like, oh, that's just, I mean, they're big names. I have Chris Jenner on here. I have, I have, uh, I mean, uh, tons of big names like one after another huge names but i, I think ever, tom brady, i think tom brady could do the show like i don't I don't think that's out of this world to think that tom brady would do it yeah would you ever repeat or no yeah okay yeah that works all right so i got two in mind for repeat episodes three three probably three people in mind
0: okay would, and is that because you just haven't asked them enough questions or you just think like they've wanted to do more
2: I just think that if we – I think that, like, it would be good or even better if we did it again, and it was, like, good the first time, but, like, a part two would be even – we could escalate it and make it bigger, I think.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think of who they would be. I know for for sure
2: one of them. Who? Lil Yachty. Yachty would we do again? Yeah. He wasn't on that list, but we could do him again. Oh,
0: really? Okay. I just figured because he wanted to go a lot longer – when you did it, that's why he would
2: like, he would be a good number two because he's been, awesome. he's been really cool. Like he's I've kept in contact with him after. And he's, uh, he's been trying to, he'll text me like, what about this person for the show? Or, um, You know, I actually had a crazy conversation with him. I have to tell you off though. I can't say it on. All right. But, uh, not to me, but I can't just be, I mean, right. So. Yeah. But um, he's been very like, he'll be like trying to connect me with people. He's like, can I, can I help you with the show? Which has been great. No, my, my people would be, I would, I would love to run back Morgan Wallen. That was a short one. That was a short one. I only had like 10 minutes with him. It was like on the day of a Barstool foursome scramble or whatever. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I I think if I really like had time to like think about how I would want to do it and with his success he's had now, and I think we could blow it out. Like that was a good one, but I think we could like blow that out. Um,
1: Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply.
2: Theo He's Vaughan. unbelievable. I could talk to Theo Vaughn every year. I mean, we should almost be mandated to do an episode with Theo Vaughn. He's yep. so so good. He's so funny. And I'd vibe with him really well.
0: For sure. he's yeah. He, I would I would say he's he was on the people who I had mine, too. He's just
2: a must. I mean, he's just someone that, even if I like dropped the ball on it in a major way, it would still be a classic because he's so funny. He's just like that. Need Homa too. I could run back Homa. Homa's easy. That's easy on me. Anyone who laughs like that, anyone's a giggle box like that, I could That just makes it easy. Yeah. Um I don't know. I'm excited about it. And, and you know, I don't even know like what the future is or like I I don't think we're gonna be doing twenty-five weeks in a row again. Because by the end it was getting pretty tough. But I think maybe like ten weeks, twelve weeks in a row, then take off three, kind of like a almost like a the schedule when people go to year-round school, they don't get summers off, but they do, yep. like, three months on, one month off for the whole year. I think that might be, like, a smarter way to approach it. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say, too. I was going to ask
0: you about um Storm Chasers. Oh, we need to talk about that because that's that's
2: yeah. once this comes out, we'll be doing Storm Chasers. Yep. Wait, this episode? What are you saying, like? Tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow, which will be when this episode comes out Friday. I'm going to... uh our first stop's in Arkansas. We're announcing it. I think in like in like ten minutes, we're announcing it. Get out of here! Let's go. Going to Arkansas, and then after that, the schedule's not out, but it's it's going to be drivable. People can start to do the mental math on it. Like we have a we have a big Hummer SUV, all storm chasered out. Everything storm chasers, and we're going to be just trying to find these college basketball storms. Usually, what we look for is an unranked. Team that's playing at home, playing against a ranked opponent coming in. Yep. So, like, for example, Arkansas is ranked. But they're a little bit of an exception because there's such an upcoming program. There's so much energy there, excitement. The coach is so down with Barstool. Um, and we feel like they're playing Kentucky, which is just like a legendary powerhouse team. Like, and if Arkansas, this team they have this year, beats Kentucky at home, I mean, like, that's a storm. So that's for a little- sure. The rest of them are normally just like traditional unranked teams playing a ranked team in March, in March, which is a, next week.
0: That's crazy. Who's the, So who's the crew? Who you, so it's obviously you and Roan exactly the same
2: crew as last time. Me, Roan, Chef Donnie, Tom Mullins, Trey. That's a, that's a wagon. It's an absolute wagon of talent, to be honest with you. Every person brings something so unique to the table.
0: Tom's like I was talking to him and I'm, I'm like it's your favorite part of the year right he's like I love it he's like he's like but the editing he's like the turnaround is so tough and I get it I totally get it because well, it's dude, just
2: like they we're about to send those guys they were about to Marcelo was about to send Trey and Tom who do like basically how we do it is like we record all day all this footage and then like at the end of the day we're like hey can you make a vlog recapping our entire day overnight and we'll post it in the morning. So every day there's a new vlog recapping our entire day. And so that's Trey and Tom are the guys who have to stay up and do that. Yeah. They basically just don't sleep this for like a week. And Barstool was going to make them drive down 20 hours from New York City to drive this Hummer from New York City to Arkansas, Fayetteville, Arkansas, 20-hour trip in, <laughs> in one day. So they're going to have to leave today and drive 20 hours by this time tomorrow to be down there in Arkansas. That's unbelievable. And so they're going to start their, their trip with no sleep and then they're going to have to do the trip. Luckily we got out of it. We're like they, bars was like, all right, we'll hire somebody, but that was the original plan. Like this doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. I would think uh storm Chasers
2: is good enough where we don't have to do that. So, but it's another thing we had to add like that a uh, big meeting with the company today about like, that was that was it. I I said storm chasers, but
0: that was it. The content meeting. I heard it was pretty electric.
2: You you know you weren't on it because it's only content. Yep, only content. I mean, dude, it's just Barcel such a shit show. It's just an absolute. They should have recorded. There's no order. There's no like.
0: It's, like, basically, like the, like, the office group chat where, like, the, you know, the boss is in it, but everybody just, like, has, like, talks, and
2: the boss just, like, has to, like, hear all of it. I mean, we had people, like, we had, like, I think, like, Tigo Texas took, them, took the stage at one point.
0: <laughs> I, heard, I heard she was
2: talking shit about Nate because... Of uh she won't he won't post her blogs. <laughs> I mean it's like we, they start off trying to make some valid points and then all of a sudden it just turns into an absolute bloodbath. It's hilarious. Mincy I love it. talking about his like promote, he's like trying to promote his upcoming content schedule. It's like he cool. is his bar on the my favorite man. I him. I can't get enough him. of him. I mean, we got a lot of
0: goats. Someone yeah. said if they dropped Mincy in Ukraine right now, he'd end the war. <laughs> it might He'd bring them together. It might, might be true. You you let him do one after dinner mints in uh, in Ukraine, and they'll stop. They would definitely take notice, for sure. They would. He's a he, listen. When the mince, the nothing will stop the Mincy tour. Not
2: even a, Not even a potential world war. No. No. <laughs> like, did you see today, like, whenever they announced it, like, the weekend, the singer tweeted, let's go, about something else, I'm assuming, but, like, yeah, he was, like, sandwiched in between, like, a hundred, like, the war has begun. Yeah. Like, Mincy would do that on purpose.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's
2: incredible. I love it. Yeah, Dave, I gotta go, man. I gotta go. I. I uh... You got dinner or something? You're dressed nice. Yeah, I got I have a dinner reservation seven PM. That's it, man. Gotta catch it. Um, but for everyone who's listening, appreciate you guys. Sorry that sorry that it hasn't been consistent. We are figuring out what we're gonna do. This this show's not gonna die, but no. it might change. I don't know. We'll see. I and mean, we'll see what it looks like. But appreciate you guys. Sorry it hasn't been an episode. Check out Storm Chasers on social media this next week um follow that and uh and we'll catch you on the flip side we'll probably do a we'll probably do a me and ron will probably do some kind of content i mean, will probably put it on 51 strokes i don't know if we'll do a podcast or what but i mean i don't know if it will just be like me and him and we're talking i don't know but i'm sure there'll be some storm chaser content on 51 strokes podcast channel we'll figure it out all right amy bro appreciate you all right you. brother See peace soon.